Welcome back, HGs. We are three weeks in a row, Mr. Villa. Uh, we said we were going to be more consistent. We said we would be there for our listeners. And look at us. We're on a hot streak. Yeah. As the video guns would say, we're on fire. Ooh. Yeah, we're on fire. Uh, now, that could <laughs> fall apart at any moment. Absolutely. Based yes. on our schedules, our lives, uh, family, kids, all that stuff. Yeah. But, but we're, we're, saying, we're, we're, we're making a concerted effort. Um, so we're, we're excited about, uh, our episode today. Um, some shout outs recognition before we get to that, some sad news, mm -hmm. some sad news, especially for the Granada community, Livermore community in general. Um, last night, uh, uh, former principal Kevin Drake passed away. Kevin mm -hmm. Drake passed away. So we just want to, um, you know, send up our thoughts, condolences to the family. Um, he was obviously, he was my principal here when I went to Granada, um, obviously taught at both schools, both Livermore and Granada, um, and was a genuinely awesome person, uh, and, uh, just really cared about, uh, the city of Livermore, Granada high school. So anything you want to say, Mr. Bill? Yeah, no, it's a, you know, a sad moment when we lose, uh, people within, in our lives and especially people connected to us. Um, uh, Kevin Drake was, uh, was a, a truly amazing man, a truly amazing leader of people. Um, and, and he will definitely be missed. Uh, I mean, a stalwart here at Granada High School, a principal for over ten, for about ten years, um, and just fully invested himself into the community. So, uh, really, is a sad day to hear about his passing. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had him as a guest uh, uh, on our. I think it was, gosh, was our first season or second season. He was. Uh, I just looked it up. He was episode seventeen. So if you're listening to this and you are like, oh, wow, like Kevin Drake passed away, I'd love to just kind of hear his voice mm. and and hear a little bit more about him we obviously we go through his whole journey he's episode 17 on the grabbing life by the horns podcast so if you want to go back and uh listen to him that would be uh, a cool way to kind of connect him again so yeah no and i had to uh i, I got the news last night uh, my parents sent me a text message letting him uh, letting me know and that was one of the first things that i did and i spent some time and thought and then i was like i need to i need to hear this man's voice and so i went back listened to the episode so um yeah just uh, uh definitely thoughts uh, going out to, to to him and his family just at this time and just uh yeah yeah just uh, just bummer of a day for us but. yeah yeah sad day for granada mm -hmm. so um thoughts are with the drake family uh, getting into recognition, um, basketball game last night. Holy crazy ending! Holy smokes! We had well, we had a big event last night. We had our Granada Expo, which is you know opportunity for incoming uh, freshmen and families to come and check it out. But we actually had to cut it short because our boys had an NCS playoff game, and uh, I didn't have a chance to watch it. We went home, and I woke up this morning just to look online, and I saw oh, our, our boys won by four points. I was like, great, nice job, good victory. Needless to say that. When I came back to school and started talking with one of our basketball coaches about how the game actually went down, it was an insane ending that the score did not even do it justice. They were down six with 18 seconds and, and one by a ten four. Pointer? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they hit a the 10-point bonus shot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were down six with 18 seconds and ended up winning by four. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Bob Bronson, if you know him, he, he mm -hmm. posted a video of the last four minutes Sorry, the last 18 seconds, which lasts four minutes, because <laughs> oh, wow. that's basketball for you. Yeah. Um, it's awesome ending. So uh, it, it's a good kind of win morale boost for the team as they go into the state tournament now. Um, so we're cheering on our boys in the state tournament. Mm -hmm. um, so shout out to them. 
Uh, any other recognitions, Mr. Villa? Um, you know, I'll just shout. I mean, putting on events at school is always just a big, sure. a big undertaking. So, uh, uh, shout out to our administration staff, our secretarials, and our custodial staff because not only do we have to have this large event, where we probably had you know over a thousand people come, you know, uh, to this event, but then we also had to get set up for a high school basketball game. Yeah. So, shout out to everybody because that was a madness of getting things set up, broken down, and then getting other things set up. So, shout out to all of them for making that happen. Yeah. Raul, we're talking about you. Hats off. Raul. Run that crew. Run that crew. Um, sponsors. Sponsors. Uh, Could be well, you. How about, how about we introduce our guest, and then maybe we can talk, come back to sponsors. Our guest, our guest is a former teacher in the district, mm-hmm. worked at uh, Maryland Avenue for how long? Five years five years also subbed here at granada mm-hmm. subbed here at granada so that's our granada connection absolutely mm-hmm. um livermore native graduate of livermore high finished my teaching career at christensen middle school there you go where go mr villa's mom was my principal there mm-hmm. so now <laughs> now kick butt real estate agent in town really just becoming the guy Mr. Jake Fonhorst, welcome. You probably couldn't hear that, but I rolled my eyes when he said that. Uh, Mr.? Yeah. No, oh. <laughs> kick butt. The, kick butt uh, real estate agent. Yeah, taking it. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that introduction. Yeah. Uh, honor and a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for oh, inviting me. Well, we're happy to have you on, and this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to get to know fun. you a little bit more and get to hear about your journey as well as, uh, again, Ask some fun questions at the end. So. Oh, yeah, I'm wh- excited. <laughs> I think I'm slash nervous. <laughs> I, I know a good bit about you, but these 15 questions, I think I'll I'll get to know a different side of you. So I'm excited to to learn that. Um, back to sponsors, mm-hmm. Jake Fonhorst and the Jake Fonhorst Real Estate Team. Uh, just want to jump in and sponsor the podcast. We got a sticker already. You know, came in unprompted. He said sponsor. I said. Count me in, JFT. <laughs> JFT. This is probably one of the fastest sponsors that we have because he had a sticker in hand, ready to go. <laughs> so sticker is on the board. Yeah, we officially have another sponsor for for the pod. So so thankful for that. Thank you, Jake, for, yeah. for being willing to sponsor. We really team. appreciate yeah. it. One dollar. One dollar is <laughs> yeah, all that. No, yeah, like I said, range. a sticker, <laughs> uh, a handshake. Uh, any, if you want to be connected to us, we will rep you. So uh, no, thank we'll, you. Again. We'll get you some new mics. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, some new mics would be uh-huh. super fun. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, maybe new mic. I I don't know what they cost. They can they can, <laughs> they can uh, arrange yeah. arrange okay. yeah arrange yeah. nothing too crazy. Yeah. We'll okay. talk later. Yeah. Uh, right. So thank you to the Jake Fonner's team. Thank you to Kelly Bowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to uh, maybe down the line Las Pesitas Vineyards. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of rolling in season three, Mr. Yeah. Villa. Yeah, I'm a math teacher, and this is what we like to call an exponential relationship <laughs> here, where we start off really slow and then boom, here we go. Just here we up. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, th- soon we'll you know have our own studio off campus, and we'll just uh, quit our jobs. Sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Get I like my in. job. I like my job, Mr. Conover. Just give me. Let's uh, jump into impress and underwhelm for this week. Uh, how about I jump in with impress to start us off? All right. I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna go back to uh, a week or so ago with what I was underwhelmed with. Okay. Which was mm. my ability to watch anything scary or creepy or thriller. Oh, um, that one. I thought you were going with the candy. 
The candy. Or you Ooh. said the sweet treats. Oh, sweet. Well, no, that's still a problem. Um, <laughs> but I was watching True Detective Night Country, season four, True Detective Night Country, and it was really mm-hmm. freaking me out. Um, but I stuck it out and I watched the final episode and it was so worth it. Yeah. What a great ending. Um, what an emotional ending. Uh, really, really one of those moments where you're like, wow, like that. Couldn't have been a better way to wrap up a show, a series. Very, very impressed with True Detective Night Country. If you are on the edge with thriller, scary, kind of jumpy stuff, um, just stick it out because the ending is quite fantastic. And as an English guy, uh, I always kind of look into more of the symbolic, you know, themes and meanings of what's going on. And mm-hmm. it was one of those ones where you're like, wow, that was really well done. So um, I guess impressed with myself for <laughs> well, sticking for it, nice out. it out. Nice work. Are, are you a quitter with respect to shows? Uh, no, no. That, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like I was so freaked out with the previous episodes, but I already started. So I got to finish. Okay. But mm. I was, un- I was unimpressed with my ability to like get through the episode without Throwing a pillow in front of my face or oh, gotcha. screaming or running out of the room. You know what I mean? So um, impressed with myself for finishing it. Impressed with the show for the great ending. So listeners, uh, people in here, if you guys want to watch that show, it's a, it's a good one. Uh-huh. So I'll add it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the record. Yeah. I'm not a big, uh, big, big television show watcher. I, I, my, my, tele- or my, my TV watching is usually centered around live sports. That's mm-hmm. usually kind of the main thing. And uh, I guess I'll I'll circle back to that uh, later on in this section here. Yeah, so. I'm usually a sports guy, but I really like a well done show. Well done, Re- yeah, well done show. And this mm-hmm. was one of them. Right. So okay. good job. All right. Well, uh, I am impressed with uh, with cooking, and let me elaborate a little bit further here. Um, uh, I have a uh, I have two kids. My son Jason's eight, um, and he is very helpful and wants to to help out in the kitchen with me. I typically do most of the cooking in the household, and so um, we ended up coming down. Uh, this weekend, uh, kids were up, they got up a little bit before uh, my wife and I, and, uh, we heard from the kids like, I'm hungry. I want some food. And, uh, well, that was, uh, my daughter said that. And then, uh, they just start kind of go ahead and taking care of food. And, uh, my son is very proficient with making eggs. Um, and so likes to make some scrambled eggs can do the whole thing. But the thing that I was most impressed about is cause we've done it before. Like we'll, we'll go through the whole routine of making things, but I was really impressed. Not only did he prepare the food himself, cook the food himself. He also cleaned up after himself. Oh, so, nice. just, baby just, just taking care of business. So I wow. was really impressed with my son and his ability to go ahead and cook breakfast and he even helped get some stuff for his sister too, as well. So, my whole goal in life is to help train my children so that they can do all the tasks that maybe I just don't want to do anymore. So Smart. I want to get them to be able to be adequate cooks, be able to mow some lawns, mm-hmm. be able to wow. do all those things. So that's my goal. It's a long-term goal. You're running circles around me and my daughter. I got <laughs> We got to step it up, Harper. <laughs> uh, you listen, Harper. Uh, you listen to every episode, so you know we're going to step it up. Teach you how to make eggs. <laughs> Hadley's gone poached and over easy already. Oh my! No, goodness. just kidding. No. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> She's doing an eggs Benedict. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is phenomenal holiday sauce. Yeah, it's from scratch. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, Jake, what do you th- what do you got for impressed? What's impressed, impressed you lately? Lately, have you guys seen the new Willy Wonka movie? 
I did not see it. My my, uh, my wife and Jace actually went and saw it though. Yeah, my were they impressed? My wife and daughter did. They yeah. they, they loved it. Yeah. I saw it three times. Three in times. The theater. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, nice. Me by myself. No, Hadley. <laughs> my daughter wanted to go, and I was impressed enough to go three times. So with Hadley, each uh, time. Yes, okay. and a different cousin each time. Okay, so, yeah, that's cool. Know, there's oh, some novelty yeah. to it. Um, each time, same snacks though. Yeah, can't go you wrong. Know. Do you have a pre- preferred movie snack? Is there is there a list out there? Hierarchy. <sighs> I'm a Reese's Pieces guy. Oh, Pieces. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, in the movie theater. Yeah, I'm a Junior Reese's, Mints guy. Oh, oh. Yeah. Hadley went Junior Mints too. I good for I her. had several of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Sour Patch Kids is, is my go-to movie theater. Oh, okay. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I like the little chew, a little bit of the bite, a little bit of the tart. Yeah. It's, good. it's a good combo. Oh, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the movie's called Wonka, right? Just Wonka. That's a good question. I don't know that answer. <laughs> I do know that I was impressed with the movie, though. I'm pretty sure it was it's just called Wonka. Okay. It's, it's a musical, too. Is that right? Or yeah. Is it, yeah, uh-huh. it is. And. They had some fire tracks. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. We listened to the Spotify soundtrack, <laughs> and I am singing Scrub Scrub, and yeah. Wow. It's, hey. it's, it's good. Impressed. We talking better than The Greatest Showman? Ooh. Mm, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> not, no. Not, not no, about that, that one. one. That's a really good one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good one. Yeah. But better than the Johnny Depp. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like a million times better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not as good as the Gene Wilder. That's the original. That's the classic. Yeah. That's the, yeah. But impressed. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'll have to try it out when it comes to video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or maybe you can go see it in theater. Maybe it's, it's still in the theater? Uh, I'll take it. You'll take, take it? You. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you. Let's run it back. Four. I, I haven't had somebody take me to a movie in a long time. Oh. Sounds nice. Oh. Hillary? Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Tim. Yeah. Uh, underwhelmed. Uh, let's run right back to me. Before I get to Underwhelmed, this Tropicale smoothie that Jake brought us is really doing the ticket. So shout out to Robex. Yeah. And yep. Sunny. Sunny. Robex. Sunny and we Robex. Sunny. Cheers to Sunny. Yes, thank um, you. This trop- Tropicale smoothie, really good. Uh, could be a sponsor. Yeah. Strawberry <laughs> stirs a drink. You right? know what? She is very community oriented. She is. She, she would, is. Uh, she'd sponsor. Okay. Well, at least one dollar. I know that. At for least sure. a dollar. Yeah, That's sticker. all we need. I mean, yeah. it's not a high bar to, <laughs> to clear. So. so, so thanks for the smoothies, Jake. Yeah. Um, underwhelmed. Uh, my the makeup of my body is what's <laughs> underwhelming me. Uh, the makeup of your body. The, so I got I got flat feet. Mm. Okay. And um, I got uh, a pretty big trunk, kind of lower leg area. Uh, and it just causes me to have some issues with, with running. Um, Jake, we, we were talking about this a little earlier. Uh, there's no way I can go more than three miles running because my flat feet uh, cause these massive cramps that I can't uh, get out, and then just my overall lower back and body just kind of gives out. So well, my body's underwhelming me. Well, you're getting old, too. I mean, I, I know I'm older than you, but... I, I feel old. I feel like I'm getting old. Both <laughs> of you are much older than me, but I'm feeling it. Uh, so I don't know how That's I'm going to feel when I get to your guys' spot. Um, but the flat feet, <laughs> the flat feet are really, really let me down. Okay. Really underwhelmed with the flat feet. Anything else about the makeup, or is it just the flat feet with the large? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was given the face I was given. There's nothing I can do about that. Um, and yeah, I mean. The beard's getting really white and gray. 
Um, I just shaved like my neared area. That's a neck beard. Mm. And it was all white. And I was like, wow, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm not feeling like a spring chicken anymore. Okay. Um, so my flat feet, my body, mm-hmm. my face. <laughs> 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 now I'm just gonna I add like on. Face. I'm just gonna add on to the makeup here because uh, I, not recently, but it was probably uh, maybe around like uh, November, October ish. I ended up rocking a mustache for the first time in my life. That looks great. Yeah, it's good luck, honey. And uh, I, I've been trying to recruit other individuals to participate in this with me. Mm-hmm. And say it, JD. Say it. You told me you were. You told me that you were going to participate, and you yeah. didn't. He told me at the beginning of the new year, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to get the mustache. Yeah. And then yeah. I see him approximately January the 6th. No mustache. So it's I, underwhelming. I had razor. Very underwhelming. I had razor in hand, and my wife came into the, the bathroom and was like, you're not really doing that, are you? And I said, yeah, of course I am. Like, mustache, let's go. And she, like, really got upset. Um, and I said, well, I guess obviously I'm not going to because I don't <laughs> You're a good husband. upset you like that. <laughs> but then I'm still like, well, why not? Um, I've had a mustache in the past. Our counselor, Tyler Johnston, a good friend of us as well. Now he's rocking a mustache. I've got one more. Trend center. I got one so more. So it's like, and I talked to Tyler and he said, and he said his wife, Marisa, really likes it. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll have to talk about this. I think the fact that I'm putting Hillary on blast right now, she's going <laughs> to, she's going to come back and give me some more choice words. So, okay. I just want to say, I think you would, look I'm fant- with you. you would look fantastic with a mustache. I think I would too. I think I would too. Oh, that might be the difference disagree. for me. That might change the face. <laughs> yeah. That might yeah. change the face. Yeah. So, All right. uh, underwhelmed. Yeah, I'll get to underwhelmed. Um, and uh, I, while I do love watching live sports, I was really underwhelmed with the NBA All Star Game this year. That's that's my underwhelmed. Did I steal oh, it from you? Yeah. Oh man, I was. Yeah, what, both of you talk away. Well, the, the, yeah. So I don't have an issue, and I understand that you're a professional athlete, and you are making millions of dollars, and you got to take care of your brand and all of those things, but. This is a platform to be able to show yourself off for the fans. And I don't mind if you don't give 100%, but don't give me 32%. And that's Mm -hmm. what I felt a lot of the players did at this All-Star game. It was just this lackluster effort that was going through this event. And I, I also think like they tried to do a lot of things to like spice it up and pizzazz it up and it looked really confusing looked really unorganized Mm -hmm. it did it didn't go very well i was really underwhelmed not only with the structure and the organization of the whole weekend event but also the players themselves and again i am not a professional athlete so i get it but if you go harken back to even just about a decade ago they were grinding and they were playing this game hard they were doing a lot of things to be able to try to win this game now Lake it seems Griffin like, was jumping over Kias, you know. So and it's, we just don't see that. No, mm-mm. I mean everybody is is not putting in the effort that I think you should, especially for an event that's for the fans and to be able to showcase yourself. Showcase yourself. Um, I think if anything, they they lost a lot of credibility through that event. So yeah, very underwhelmed with the NBA and particularly uh, their All Star event. Uh, Jake, do you want to add on to? Was that the same reason the game itself? Was what underwhelmed you, or I second everything. <laughs> okay, <laughs> everything Mister Avella said. He just said it so perfectly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I heard. Uh, I forget who said it. Somebody said, 
what if they made the the all-star game the winning team the players on the winning team got like a fifty thousand dollar bonus or a hundred thousand dollar bonus kind of like the play-in tournament mm-hmm. do you think that would change things uh, I don't know. I mean, it have to be a little bit more than that, yeah. I think. The play-in tournament, what, the winning team got 500K? I, I, I each, can't, I'm yeah, pretty I, sure that's what it was. I think each of the players got something significant, you know. And so, uh, but yeah, no, there was just, I mean, if these are the top-tier guys and they know this game means nothing to me, you know, why yeah. would I put in the effort, which is, again, is a shame. I want to see you go out there and ball out and play, but yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I mean, it's been trending that way for a while. I didn't even put it on this year because I figured that's what it would be. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, yeah, that's what it was. Underwhelming. Yes. Underwhelming. Underwhelming. Jeez. Get it together, NBA. Yeah. Figure you, it out. You you got a, a cool product full of awesome athletes. Like, mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a shout out to the NBA. Adam Silver. We're talking to you. I know you're <laughs> listening. He, Absolutely. Uh, he's totally listening to <laughs> yeah. this. Um, well, that was fun. Uh, let's jump into uh, Jake's story, huh? All righty. Oh, okay. Well, Jake, we got to get some background here. So uh, Aaron opened up and l- l- let everybody know that you are uh, a Livermore native. But let's go ahead and back to the family. What brought your family, to the best of your knowledge, to the city of Livermore? And then love to hear kind of your journey being here in Livermore as well. Sure. So... Take it back. We'll go my dad's side. Um, my dad's parents came to Livermore by way of Hayward first, but okay. before that, Minnesota. Oh, let's go Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Big, Big, Minnesota. Viking, Big Vikings fans. Yes. Not. Oh, okay. No, we're okay. Niners. You know that. I know, but maybe yeah. your grandparents were. I don't know. No. <laughs> uh, came, came to Livermore um, maybe early 20s. Okay. Started a family. Um, my dad was the fourth. He was he was the baby of four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's side, her family came to Livermore when my mom was sixth or seventh grade by way of Kansas. Wow. And my mom and dad met at Livermore High School. When my mom was a freshman, my dad was a sophomore. Oh. Uh, what year I, was that? Uh, my dad graduated 76, my mom 77, Livermore High. Um, high school sweethearts. And let's see, 1981, they got married. Yes, 1981. And then uh, my brother was born, and I was second. And we have two others. So a younger brother, Joel, and my sister, Mia. So I was one of four kids, just wow. like my dad. Um, grew up in Livermore, Springtown, mm-hmm. uh, went to Christensen Elementary and middle school. Mm-hmm. Go Cougars. Cougars. Oh, elementary. Elementary. Kindergarten through eighth grade. I was a Cougar from the start. Well, you were, were you part of the original starting class too? Like the first kindergarten class that Christensen had to go through like kindergarten through eighth grade or had they already had kindergarten there? They had already had, I think I was the third or fourth class to do that. So early on you were early Cougar. Oh yeah. And then it became just a middle school. Uh Right. Yeah. So went to Christensen, uh, K through eight, Livermore high. After that, um, it's not where I met Mr. Avila. We met at some point before that, uh, Going to St. Michael's together, or I think that's where. Oh, we may remember, have done CCD know. and CCD, CCD. yeah, <laughs> CCD. Um, yes, Livermore High, and 
after Livermore High, went to Las Positas for a year. Go Hawks. Is that what they are? Mm-hmm. Red Hawks. I didn't. I, Go I, Hawks. I did not even know. <laughs> you, you went there. Okay. <laughs> one year. Did one year. <laughs> and I also went to uh, junior college in San Diego, Grossmont Junior College. Okay. Go. I don't know. I don't Me know. That I don't know them either. That's yeah. a good question. Yeah. Uh, I know all the mascots of the places I've been to. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't mean much. They were just jumping off points. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Bill's looking it up. <laughs> all right. Very good. So Grossmont. Grossmont, and then transferred to Cal Poly San Luis, San Luis Obispo, and that's where I graduated from. Go. Go Mustangs. There we go. Okay. Good. Okay. I know okay, the Mustangs. Got that. Oh yeah. I got Mustangs. <laughs> And then came right back to Livermore after I graduated. In the teeth of the recession, 2007, mm. um, I majored in social sciences, minored in uh, teaching. And I wanted to get a teaching job. And there weren't many of them out there at that time. Wait, uh, so what year was this? We're coming this back. This was 2007. Okay. So mm-hmm. 2007, 2008 school mm-hmm. year. Um, weren't many teaching jobs out there. I didn't have a credential at the time either, but... Uh, passed the CBEST and got the the substitute credential. So started subbing, and that's where I met Mr. Marine in the office hey. of Granada High School. Hey. Right? When did I started here in 2010. Yeah. So, so I was subbing. I subbed for a few years. Okay. Um, worked at a restaurant at night, subbed during the day, coached. What restaurant were you working at? Uh, OTB? On the border, Mexican Grill <laughs> oh, and Cantina. Yes. Yeah. The double Hacienda Crossings. Oh, yeah. Served oh, what a many, great spot. Yeah. What it's, a great spot. They're actually selling all their like kitchen equipment right now. I saw it on like Facebook Marketplace. You should buy a spoon <laughs> just, just for I, nostalgia. I thought about buying the tortilla flattening machine. <laughs> oh. I literally did. I was like, I might need to go You got room that. in the garage? Uh, there's so much stuff in my garage, <laughs> but yeah, we can find a spot yeah. for sure. For sure. I'll tell Heather. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we we got to have that. Um, so yeah, uh, lived in Livermore, um, whole life, born and raised, went to college, came back, subbed, um, long-term subbed here at Granada. That's my, my Granada connection. Mm-hmm. And what were you long-term subbing as? I long-term sub for, um, uh, Robert Turner? Turner. Robert Mr. Turner. Turner. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, Mr. Turner. So for Mr. Turner, um, finished the school year. It was, I want to say, like four months, mm-hmm. four-month gig. And yeah, that's a good chunk. I, I loved that position. So was working with the students with moderate to severe disabilities and honestly fell in love with those students mm-hmm. in that population. And then the following year, 2010, 2011, um, was offered uh, a position at, well, first I got offered a position at Christensen Middle School for a counseling enriched class, and then somebody else got hired. Um, another they swooped posi- it on you, huh? S- swooped. I on was, the former I was, Cougar. I was ready to go. I was ready to go. And then last minute, um, somebody swooped in, but another position was open at Maryland Avenue. Go Roadrunners. Uh, go Roadrunners, yeah. So I was a Roadrunner for six years, I believe, and loved, absolutely loved it. Um, got a change of pace when I went to Christensen Middle School uh, as a mild, moderate special day class teacher. Absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. And 2019 was my last was my last time in the classroom full-time. All right. Yeah. 
Wow, heck of a journey here. That's cool. I had no idea about where your parents were originally from, or I guess their families were. So yeah. that's cool. Do you know, did uh, was it work that brought them here? What was the reason, do you know, that your families ended up settling here in Livermore? Uh, my mom's dad, he came for work. Okay. Yeah. He's a traveling salesman. Um, I want to say Provimi or I should know this. Uh, sadly, I don't. Um, you know and, a lot more about your family than I do. So good job. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then my dad, my dad's dad came. I want to say he was in the military. Okay. Um, and then he started working for the railroad. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, and there was a, a railroad station actually in Livermore on Railroad <laughs> Avenue. Right? Railroad and L, yeah. I believe, is where the building was. And the building's no longer there. It's a dirt lot right now. Mm-hmm. And they moved it. To behind the parking structure, didn't they? I, I, I don't know. So we're gonna they have had to a bunch of pictures. This is a couple years ago. They yeah. they picked I, it up. I, I know they moved it. it. I couldn't tell you where they moved it to, though. Mm-hmm. I think where the movie theater is, you have that new uh, parking uh, structure there across the street. I think it's behind there. Okay. Um, so listeners, if you know, give us a shout out. Let us know. Yeah, yeah someone will there. correct us and be like, "You're so wrong." But. <laughs> Um, okay, that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, I think all of us having kind of grown up in this town, but definitely having the deep roots here, and it's always pretty special when we have individuals. And I feel there's a lot of people that we know that did have a very similar journey. We grew up here, went away for a little bit, but then kind of get drawn right back to this town and to the city. So, yeah. Yeah. never leaving. No. There's yeah. so, something about Livermore. I tell students all the time, they're like, when I go to college, I'm never coming back. I'm like, that's. I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. And Livermore, it's just a great community. It's special. It's a great community to have a family. All right. Um, I remember one of my first interactions with you. I think there was a CCD time, but I also think it was either at like LARPD dances mm. and or playing basketball against you. Oh, yeah. 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 Because Jake and I were the same graduating class. And so while we went to different middle school, I went to Junction, home of the Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I remember playing basketball against you in eighth grade year. And I got to say... This dude had a heck of a three-point shot. Probably still does. Oh, so a little uh, curry on our hands. Huh? Oh yeah, uh-huh. uh, I, had, I had a nice headband as well, and <laughs> oh. the slick back hair. It was it was a sight for sore eyes. Yeah. So uh, between your two teams, who who won those battles? Was it mostly Jake? Christian sent yeah wow. Junction Jams it was it was a rough go for Jams yeah we were okay we had some good players we, we had a couple good athletes I, I was more of a role player okay. coming off the bench you're six you know, man yeah I was a I was a hustle and defense kind of a guy I love yeah. it grab oh, yeah. some rebounds but uh, Jake was more <laughs> of the offensive threat that we had to worry about uh, back yeah. in the day I do we we lost a game to you guys it was my seventh grade year. It's one that's sticking with me. Uh, <laughs> I, I missed. We were down by one. I had two shots, two free throws, and I missed them both. Oh, oh no! Yeah, and I'm like, I was a 90% free throw shooter. Like that's said, a tough a one. A jump shot, yeah. So, that's a tough ooh. one. Yeah, I I hadn't thought about that, and since it happened, probably way to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the. Uh, your education background takes you to 2019, mm-hmm. but we're in 2024 now. So, what what's next for you? What happened next? So, 2019 is when I went full time into real estate. So, I had previously 2017, 2018, I was I was doing two jobs, which was something that I've been accustomed to. You know, working at the restaurant and sobbing and coaching, um, but I decided to go all in 2019 uh february 2019 is i remember it well when i made the decision in my mind that 
hey, I'm going to give this a shot, and I'm going all in. I'm going to bet on myself, and haven't looked back. Mm-hmm. Um, I look back with nostalgia, <laughs> and uh, I actually do sub every now and again. Um, I subbed last year for my daughter's kindergarten class, and that was phenomenal. That's fun. Yeah. So I'm, for your daughter's for class? my daughter's class, yeah. So Mrs. O'Neill, shout out Mrs. O'Neill. Hmm. Phenomenal kindergarten teacher at Did Sunset. Hadley like that, or did she get embarrassed? She was a model student. Oh, like, that's awesome. Yeah, she won't listen to me at home. <laughs> like, but at school, she was oh, so sweet. It was, it was a highlight of my life, for mm-hmm. sure. That's um, cool. <laughs> so hoping to get an opportunity this year and uh, sub for her class in first grade. Um, but yeah, just in the, uh, in the real estate world now, and um, still thinking about my teacher folk mm-hmm. and uh, very often give back to the teaching community and take care of my people. And I usually do so by, by giving them food <laughs> and beverage <laughs> because that's, that's what I like to We to always get. appreciate <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. The Teacher Appreciation Week, each day Jake says go here to get a free something. So we, we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was always kind of curious, uh, was there anything in particular that drew you into real estate? Um, was there just a, a particular interest that it's always kind of was in the back of your head? Or, yeah, what was the, the reason for going to real estate? Yeah, so my grandmother, my mom's mom, she was a realtor uh, in Colorado for 20 plus years. She always encouraged me to get into real estate. Um, I wanted to be a teacher and she said, Hey, teachers make the best realtors. Um, <laughs> I said, no, I want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt is also a realtor and Aptos, uh, still practicing, um, phenomenal realtor. Um, yeah. So I've, people have encouraged me to get into real estate. And that was always a thought in my mind. But in 2016, I purchased, me and my wife purchased our first home. That piqued my interest. Um, Mm. Had another one of my best friends. Sorry, JD. We're we're still best friends. Oh, no, we're still good. We're still best friends. (laughs) Um, He got into real estate in 2009 and just did phenomenally um, in investing. And he had his broker's license. So one day... One night after some partaking in beverages, we'll say, mm-hmm. uh, we had an idea to, for me to get my salesperson license and him to u- utilize his broker's license. And um, the next morning, I woke up and uh, signed up for online classes to get my license. And I let my friend, uh, we call him Chicken, I'm a big nickname guy over here, uh, Michael, uh, I text him, I said, hey, signed up for the classes. And he said, you were serious? <laughs> and, and I said, absolutely, we're going for it. So mm-hmm. that was 2017, and then 2019 went all in. All right. Yeah. Wow. And then you started, so you started as an agent as part of some, someone else's team, and now flash forward to 2024, you are now the head of your own team. Is that true or? Yeah, yeah more or less. So, so what, how, that's a quick rise. So what, what's the key to success for you? I would say giving, uh, giving myself, uh, giving my time, energy, effort, attention, uh, and serving, being, being of service. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's, 
that's probably my key to success is just having a servant's heart and doing good. Mm-hmm. Well, we see it in the community all the time. Oh, definitely. So. Community, uh, community center. <laughs> community service, driven. Community service driven. Service focused. Service focused. I missed that. <laughs> it's on the sticker. I know. It's on the it's sticker. behind me. <laughs> we got we to gotta learn how to say that because <laughs> yeah. we'll be repping this every week. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, no, that's amazing. That's that's great to hear. You know, just, uh, just a journey not only kind of going through school, like high school, and then getting to college, and then even just a couple of different spots. I think a lot of our students have the assumption that right out of high school, I need to go to a four-year, mm-hmm. and then I need to graduate, and then I need to get into my career with this un- understanding that, or lack of understanding that the journey is going to be uh, take you all sorts of different ways yeah, uh, yeah. and up and down. So uh, I would ask for maybe kind of a, a, like a piece of advice or a perspective that you have, and you could speak to somebody out of high school, or you can even speak to our high school students uh, uh, and thinking about your time in high school, what would be a piece of advice you would want to give to somebody who is uh, kind of in that position and just about to get started on their life beyond high school? Yeah. So high school ends, you're 18. You think like I'm an adult. I've got to do all these things. Like you're young. There's plenty of time. Uh, I would say be patient, and you don't need to rush anything. Uh, but be be patient. Have a goal, and work towards it, and don't stop. And if you get discouraged, just keep going, and be patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say patience. Patience is key. Patience, yes. I got I got one question I got to ask you and I don't know how you're going to answer it so we'll just see um selling houses mm-hmm. what's some some weird things you've seen in people's homes and like I said I don't know how you're going to answer this <laughs> yeah but I've always I've always wondered like a real estate agent they probably have seen some some interesting things yeah you go into someone's home and there's some stuff in there that you might be like oh that was interesting so, yeah, I mean, they're when you go into someone's home, they're welcoming you into their home. And, you know, you you don't take that lightly. You're very respectful. And even though you might see some things, you you don't bring up things. And I'm not going to talk about them on the podcast. Yeah. But I um, I have a listing coming up and it's um, it's a property that hasn't been occupied in over a decade. Oh, wow. Um, and it's just been sitting vacant. Mm-hmm. And by vacant, I mean there's been no people in there, but there are things in there. I'm talking... Like rodents things? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And uh, well, Other things. Tell me. I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, couldn't open the front door. There was just, it was packed oh, with... It stuff. Was, stuff. And Got it. Yeah. Oh, was this kind of maybe like a dumping ground? Like it was like a store away, like going to throw things into here kind of a thing? Mm, one would hope. But <laughs> yeah, I my imagination is going in a million different directions right so now. So there's um, there's a slight walking trail okay. to, to kind of meander that meanders through the house. Mm. But I'm talking like a foot wide and you have stuff stacked eight feet tall wow i'm talking computers from 1980 i'm talking laser disc players i'm sure there's a dozen of those there uh i saw a zip drive yes i mean there's some of that stuff some good relics there yeah oh um but it was like i was fearful that 
like some of this stuff was going to tumble on top of me uh, okay. while I was walking through. Sure. Um, got out unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to report I'm here on the pod. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you do see a lot, but you know, people are welcoming you into their Absolutely. home. Absolutely. Be respectful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Absolutely. I'm not going to spill too much. Tea no, I, and I knew that was your answer because that's the right answer. I just, <laughs> I just get, I just get intrigued. Yeah, I just uh-huh. get intrigued. Yeah, uh-huh. so um, <laughs> if we're staying on the on the real estate piece, because I don't know really anything about the industry at all. What what has what was something that you as you were getting into it was just this, uh, I guess maybe like a surprise or something that you didn't expect, kind of like an eye opening experience. Because now you've been in the game for about five plus years. Mm-hmm. So uh, is, is there anything that you can share as a perspective for somebody who has no idea what it's like to be a real estate agent? Yeah, I would say people think it's an easy job. And you get a license and then suddenly you make a million bucks and drive a fancy car and it's, it's easy. Um, I'm here to report that it's not. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, you know, there are, I don't know how many agents in the, in the country, I think a couple million. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably 20% of them that are actually doing business, right? Really? So. You could be a real estate agent and not make any money, mm-hmm. and it's it's a tough business. So, I would say that that's that's what I learned is that it's a tough business, and you are more more so an entrepreneur than you are a worker, right? So you have two jobs basically. So you have the being a real estate agent, helping clients, you know, find homes and purchase homes and list their property and market it. But then you have another job, which is lead generation. So you could be the best agent in the world. You can know the contracts front and back. Um, you could read an inspection report better than anybody else. But the fact of the matter is you've got to get business. So understanding that um, is, is super important in, in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Kids, if you want to be a real estate agent, it's not easy. Uh, first of all, the job isn't easy. Um, you know, you're you're helping people, and people are people, right? As we know. Um, but you've got you've got to love people. You got to be patient. There's that word again. Um, but you also have to get out and hustle, and you've got to earn people's business. So. Yeah. What are you doing to earn somebody's business? People aren't just going to buy a house with you or list a house with you for no reason. You've mm-hmm. got to earn their business. So, um, yeah, if, if you're a kid thinking about get, being a real estate agent, good. Go for it. <laughs> uh, but work on yourself. Work on your skills. Grow yourself because that's going to be the difference okay. between somebody uh, using you for service or not, or are you going with somebody else? Um, a lot of what you said right there seems a lot of what you were doing in the classroom. So do you feel like that translated well, like like earning someone's business, earning someone's trust, like earning a student's trust, you know, putting in the patience and the time with them to make a good relationship? So Absolutely. You- and I, I learned that early on in teaching like you invest in your your students you you care about them and you know people don't uh 
care. They don't care what you know until they know that you care, right? right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, investing in those students and those relationships, even, like in the families too. Like as a teacher, I would do home visits and spend time with with my students and their mm-hmm. families and get to know them, get to you know know what makes them tick, and mm-hmm. so then they trust you and you could have the hard conversations when you know if you're not doing your homework or right. uh you know doing what's expected then you know you've built up that that trust equity so yeah. that and then special ed too there's a lot of paperwork IEPs and mm-hmm. such so that translated pretty well into real estate with contracts and all that good stuff got it yeah you were just you you were you were made for it you were ready to just jump in you had all the prerequisite skills you know it's just a different uh a different job Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that success in anything you do you know you've you've got the the intangibles right the gifts that you were given but then you also could develop the skills so Mm -hmm. you know blending the the gifts with the skills and doing what makes you happy too and that you enjoy so awesome yeah it's good stuff yeah Thanks for peeling back just a little bit of the layer yeah. of, the, uh, of the real estate business. <laughs> just just so. a tiny bit of the Jake onion right there. <laughs> um, well, we're going to get into our 15 questions. Oh, wow. One five. 15 questions. Uh, these uh, will tell us a lot about you. So, oh, wow. um, okay. again, these questions are meant to be kind of, uh, you know, you're answering off the cuff, right? Sure. Um, not, not deep thought or anything like that, even though some of these questions seem to stump that. some people. But <laughs> okay. we'll kind of see where this goes and where it takes us, and uh, uh, we'll get to know a little bit more about Jake. Yeah. So number one, mm-hmm. number one, how many pairs of shoes do you own? Probably, do I own or do I wear? I own probably 20. 20 pairs. Yeah. That's a fair number. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Between all the different shoes, casual dress and all the things. Yeah. That's that's a pretty good number. I'd say say 20. And you wear maybe like six or seven regularly? Probably less than. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I'll probably wear some until they're worn out and then toss them. And for some reason, 20 still make the cut that are still on the rack that I don't wear, (laughs) right? It's like, I can't get rid of those basketball shoes that I got in 2009. (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're still in there. No, that's my same approach. I wear them until people tell me that you should probably get some new shoes. So, (laughs) Yeah, that was one of your (laughs) underwhelmed early on. I mean, his shoe was literally falling apart. So, yeah. And I got new ones after that. So and good. Good. I like your new shoes a lot. Oh, thank you. So. Thank you. All right. Question number two. Uh, what's an accomplishment in your life that you are proud of? Um, I would say I've got a couple. You can give we'll us two. Go, I'll, yeah. I'll go one. I'll okay. Go. Uh, um, <laughs> I, my second year of teaching, I got a, a Make a Difference Award. Wow. Um, which I think anybody you could just get once someone nominates you and you get a make a difference award, right? But it was it meant a lot to me that this family took the time and effort mm-hmm. to, you know, submit the paperwork to to get me this make a difference award, and I I I felt really proud of that. Um, just that I made the connection with the family and they felt that I cared and. They, yeah, proud of that. Heck yeah. Make a difference. Make a difference. Way yeah, to go. I, I still have the, the little 
Jake Von Horst, Make a yeah. Difference Award winner, 20, what was 2012. 2012. That's awesome. a big one. It was a big one. Big it's one funny, like, with educators, like, just the smallest recognition means the world to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, getting an award is, like, yeah. It's the, a major award. <laughs> it's a pinnacle. Yeah, getting an award is a pinnacle. Uh, number three, what song would you sing at a karaoke night? None. <laughs> yeah, I, not not a. You're, you're shying away from the karaoke. I'm not a stage. karaoke guy. No, no, no not one uh, song that you had to. Your, your feet are to the fire. You have yeah, to. Yeah, everyone pushes you to the stage, and they're like, Jake, Jake, Jake. Mm, I will tell you that in fifth grade, I lip synced. Uh, <laughs> De Bratz so functified. Oh, oh what yeah. a song! Yeah, yeah. and then uh, there's got to be a camcorder recording of that somewhere. I pray to God, no. Yeah, <laughs> De Bratz. <laughs> De Brat. I Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good one. Did yeah. you win? Was that a talent show? You won. I mean, I, I'm sure. I who's going to top Actually, that? That was my second biggest accomplishment. <laughs> that, was, that was the number two that I was going to go for. Second, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Question number four: uh, What is a phrase or saying that you hear a lot, like like an ism? If there's a, and I know I can refer to like Fonhorst isms. Oh yeah, mm. a lot. So if you got a couple you want to share, or just something that you say or you hear a lot. Oh man, <laughs> Fonhorst isms. Give me give me one Fonhorst ism. Oh man, I just keep thinking about your dad. That's yeah. the one person I can constantly go back to. <laughs> and I know we have our own isms just from our relationship. But yeah. my, my fondest memories are thinking about your dad and playing horseshoes in the backyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if we're Carol Jean down there. Carol Jean. Oh, <laughs> Carol Jean. And Livermore Great. Carol, Carol Jean. Jean. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Dance studio. Dan- <laughs> Carol Jean dance. <laughs> and that, that fond horse ism is, so Carol Jean dance studio. But when you throw a horseshoe in it, dances up to that stake it's a carol jean shoe so shout out dale fawn horse and everybody who's throwing a horseshoe too much back iron. there too much, too much iron. Iron. <laughs> um, and then uh, we've got a way we sing happy birthday oh, that h-a-p-p-y h-a-p-p-y it's your birthday so yeah you'll hear that um maybe you'll catch fire maybe it'll be the, the next big thing yeah. the next happy birthday to you uh-huh. there you go who knows you okay. gotta copyright that yeah, it's for the people. It's for, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, it's He's for a man people. of the people. Yeah, a man source. of the people. He's a man of the people. Uh, number five, if you had an assistant that would do one chore for you, what chore would that be? Ooh. Um, it's a chore that I do every day, which is the dishes. Dishes. I, mean, I, I do them, like, with a smile. But if I didn't have to, <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say... Dishes. Okay. It's one of my favorite things to do. Why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I said this on the last episode. That's when I, I put my headphones in and I mm. listen to a podcast or, okay. you know, listen yeah. to something or it's, yeah. it's just like a little me time. Now that you Good. say that, how many dishes do you guys do if you're listening to a podcast? Okay. Mm. <sighs> Again, sorry, Hillary. Um, <laughs> if, if I'm cooking, dishes are minimal. Okay. If Hillary makes a dinner, there's uh, probably five times as much dishes. Okay. Uh, mm. She just uh, she doesn't Explore know the kitchen. Mm. She just takes every cutting board and dish and knife out and uh, I don't know how because uh, it's like a one pot <laughs> meal and I'm like, how did that happen? But uh, yeah, if I'm cooking, it's it's like I said, probably twenty percent of what her dishes would be. Gotcha. So. That's because you're doing the dishes. It, it, might know, yeah. it might it's, be. It might be. It's smart. 
Uh, she wouldn't say that. Maybe that's sub- subconscious. She's doing it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Stick it to so, you. Just so, a little bit more. Yeah. All right. Uh, question number six. Aside from necessities, what is one thing that you could not go a day without? And this does not include like your phone or the internet. Besides necessities? Mm-hmm. Um, my family. Does that count? Yeah. Is that so? Yeah. 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 H&H, my girls. Yeah. Yeah. H-Boss and Hadley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the yeah, same H and H. That's fine. yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, we got that in common. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Very cool. What a good answer! What a shout good out H Boss. <laughs> That's my girl. She's the best. <laughs> That's your girl. Yeah. Uh, number seven. What is your favorite animal and why? Um, I'm I'm going dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> particularly Shih Tzus. I, I love love my dogs. Yeah, yeah. and you have two. Two. And their names are? Gizmo and Cashew. Those yeah. are great names. For, yeah. yeah. Gizzard and Noodles. So I'm a big nickname guy. So, of course, we don't call them by their names, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I got to follow up. How did Cashew become Noodles then? Uh, great question. So <laughs> you, you ever had the Thai Cashew Noodles? <laughs> so Hadley actually wanted to name uh, Cashew Noodles. So then we started calling them Cashew Noodles and then... Noodles, nudes, these nudes, nudes. Yeah. So the dogs, nudes, nudes. Yeah. And and the dog will come to nudes. Noodle poodle. Oh yeah. There's yeah. The list goes on. Yeah. Your dogs have to understand. I'm gonna have five or six different names. Yeah. And Shih Tzus are smart. They've got like a pretty strong vocabulary, like a yeah. couple hundred words. So, hundred of those are nicknames. But and then we got Gizmo slash. What are the other names for Gizmo? Gizzy, Momo, Gizzard. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the, mainly it. The nicknames that being a part of uh, of this friendship right here, that the journey that nicknames <laughs> go through, <laughs> and not over just necessarily the course of just like a couple of weeks or a couple of months. So we're talking years <laughs> of changes, <laughs> and one will stick for a while, and then all of a sudden it some, changes to another some one. Some event will happen. So. Um, it, <laughs> I always share with my students that, uh, you know, I do have some nicknames, but the the journey of those nicknames is always just the it's the greatest story that you can ever tell. So if you're fortunate enough to be friends, there's a uh, there's a pretty strong possibility that you have had not just one, but multiple nicknames. And somehow they're all slightly connected and related to one another. Big nickname family. Fawnhorse family. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question number eight. Who is a hero of yours or somebody that you have admired, looked up to? We'll go the easy one. Uh, Pops, mm-hmm. my dad, um, my wife, another one. Yeah. Yeah. Like without, well, my mom, shout out Mary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on it, you, Mr. Wow. Avella, shout out Mr. Wow. Avella. He, we, we, uh, we joke and call him our moral compass. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I admire something about, Everybody and everybody is in in some way a hero, or I can learn from them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a very generic, not one person hero. But no, yeah, I, you're all my hero. Even you listening right now, you, <laughs> you're my hero. Well, I, I mean that's that's a fun horse response though. So I know you. <laughs> it sounds generic, but that's you. That's yeah. you. Okay. Um, number nine. If you could share a meal with someone or some group of people, who would you want to join you at the table? 
I'd, I'd sit at the table right now with the, the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, oh yeah? You have to pick three of them. <laughs> current players or? It's, yeah. The, current, okay, all right. Uh, we, we can go no oh, current past. No, I like okay. BP13. <laughs> big fan. Okay. Um, I like. That's Brock Purdy for people who don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Iuke. I would like to hang out with Ayuk. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully he gets a contract extension. I know. I know. And let's see. Who do you think? Kittle. You got Kittle would be a fun time. I would want to hang out with Trent Williams and Debo. Personally. Oh, <laughs> dang. Yeah. Okay. And again, Good I want yeah. to be, be a that fun center dinner. moral compass, but I'm like, you guys do you. I just want to sit here and just hang out. <laughs> and vibe and just dance down the oh, down man. the tunnel. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that would be my two guys if okay. I picked two guys from the. That'd night. be a fun dinner. Yeah. Those two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the third was Kittle. Kittle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question number ten. What's a core memory from your youth? Oh man. It could be something small like. I had ice cream that one time. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. When we say okay. core memory, yeah, okay. it doesn't have yeah, to be this big moment. Yeah. It could be something that you just it, think yeah. about when you're like young and you're like, oh my gosh, I remember that day. Yeah. I remember just walking to Christensen Park as like a three-year-old, you know, to go swing on the swings. And my mom would push us on the swings and I could just picture that playground in my mind right now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Good times. You were a happy kid back then. You know, when life was simpler, yeah. <laughs> right? Simple times, my man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Life's, a it's swing. a good life right now, but mm-hmm. yeah, when you had nothing to worry about but getting pushed on a swing and yep. like worrying about how far you could launch yourself off. You remember? <laughs> like jumping off. Imagine yep. doing that right now. I, I'd do you, it. No way. Yeah, because we got uh, the park right next to our house. Yeah, you I'm jump like, off a swing now? Oh, yeah. Oh my god, I would break something. <laughs> I would, yeah. No, because I'm trying to teach the kids how to do that. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Okay. Get in the swings. Um, question: Your parents have been in their the same house. It's my dad and my uncle purchased the house, and I want to say seventy-seven or eight. Crazy. Something like that. And then when my parents got married in eighty-one, I think my uncle. Had to, had to leave. I, mean, I, think, I don't know what happened with the title or anything like that. But um, yeah, they they've been in there for a long time, and uh, it's gone through many changes over the years. My dad was a contractor, Fonny Construction. Shout out Fonny Construction. There you go. Um, I remember the Bobcat in the front. The Bobcat. <laughs> that Bobcat. Yeah, I definitely drove that thing when I was like seven years old. No, seventh grade. Seventh grade. And. Uh, yeah, took it literally down the street at night. Like, <laughs> it had some lights. Oh, not safe, but we did it. Different times. Yeah, when you got one, you got to use it. Yeah. But yeah, they were in the house forever, and they're still there, and it, it looks a lot different than it did. But mm-hmm. definitely walking through that house, it's like, oh, yeah. I, you know, we had a pillow fight over here, or, you know, played ping pong in the garage. And yeah, yeah. A million memories if you really walk through that place. So, yeah, yeah I know you've got some too. Mm-hmm. I hit you in the head with a with a paddle. Ping, ping pong paddle. That yeah, was really. that was an accident. It was. Everybody. It was, yeah. yeah, I was trying to walk behind, and uh, I went big forehand. <laughs> big forehand. Big and, forehand. Yeah. Strong forehand. Strong forehand. <laughs> yeah. And you were seeing stars. You were just yeah. Caught me on blindsided. The, caught me on the temple. Oh. Yeah, I went down. Yeah, I felt so bad. I felt so, but I got the point. I got the point. <laughs> it's all that matters. 
JD's yeah, fine. It was, it was a tough one. It was a tough one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 11, which has been the the fire question of the season so far. What is your favorite appetizer? Mm. From Chili's, those uh, egg roll oh, things. Those Southwest, are Southwest egg rolls. Those are really good. Those are delicious. Um, okay. I'm a wing guy, too. Yeah. Um, Who makes guacamole? Guacamole. Chips and guacamole. Chips and guac is good. If Who makes go, a good wing? Yeah, I was going to say, if you're going to get some wings somewhere. Beebs. No, no. In, yeah. Anywhere, honestly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A wing's a wing. A wing. It's good, it's bad, wing. it's wings. It's just like it's like pizza, baby. Yeah. As long as there's music in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on mozzarella sticks? Big fan. Okay. Big fan. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. some last night. Did you? Yes, I, I, did. I saw that picture. You <laughs> 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 dip in the marinara. Oh yeah. Heavy, yeah. heavy marinara. Okay. Oh, you you want that thing doused. Oh I'm yeah, sauce. You're, you're a big sauce guy. I was just I say. love sauce. Yeah. Okay. Any, yeah. Favorite, My wife, <laughs> favorite sauce. Uh, salsa, so. salsa, okay. yeah, yeah, love salsa. I've yeah. seen this dude take a Spanish chip for salsa. as much salsa as possibly could be on there, and the chips yeah. literally just under its own weight, just hanging on. Mm-hmm. The wow. chips and accessory, yeah, yeah it's like, it's, yeah. Uh, literally, last night my wife made this phenomenal dinner. It was delicious. Talk to us about it. Uh, chicken, okay. Um, seared it first, and then put it in some sort of pot pan thing mm-hmm. that something cool I don't even know about uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and she she had some rice and there was um, artichoke hearts um, some roasted uh, red tomatoes talk to me olives yeah. delicious um, smelled so good I w- couldn't wait to eat it uh, sets the plate right there for me, thank you, Heather. Sets the plate right there for me. I immediately grabbed the sriracha without thinking. Oh, and that, that was, was an insult. About, yeah, that it was, was an insult. insult. Yeah. So what did I do? I I ate the whole meal without sriracha. First, I went back for seconds, <laughs> and, <that's right>. yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was both. It was good both ways. It was good both ways. Yeah. Uh, I I make uh, a pretty dang good steak, and. My wife has gotten better at this, but I guess growing up for her, like you put a one sauce on a steak, and if I'm making that good of a steak, I I view that as an insult. Yeah. So her her dad, my father in law, will still ask for a one, and I'm like, we don't have it, sir. Like, no, it's just not in the house. Sorry. They don't make so, it anymore. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Does he go ketchup? That's a one's a little better than ketchup. No, no. I mean, sometimes he sneaks it in the fridge, but yeah. (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. All right. Question number 12. uh, uh, Most recent vacation or getaway? Uh, We went up to Tahoe for New Year's. Yeah. It was great. There wasn't much snow. Um, Other than that, phenomenal time. Went with a nice family friend, uh, John Williams, another Livermore alum. Yeah. Yeah. More educator too. Livermore yeah. educator too. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal sure person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great wow. musician. Yes, nice. he could sing karaoke. I could tell you yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he yeah. has a go-to song for sure. Yeah, but yeah. had a great time up there with the families and Alicia and my wife get along like gangbusters and yeah, good times. Awesome. Number thirteen. If you came with a warning label, what would the label say? 
Too sweet. Yeah, no. Warning, too sweet. Warning, too sweet. Warning, too sweet. That's a that's a great question. I, I I've got nothing off the top of my head. Yeah. What what, what would you give me? Uh, I can come off as cold. Okay. My wife would say that. Warning, Aaron comes off as okay. cold, but he's not. Oh, I thought you were talking about him. I was like, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> okay. and you're, you're saying yeah, my you're, label, yeah, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. My wife would say I come off as cold, okay. um, but I think it's just my face. But a mustache might change that. I think it will. Yeah, I think it bring will. Bring the focus to the mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Mr. Uh, Villa? Uh, I would say... How did he flip this on us, by the way? Yeah, How did that work? A, it's a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just want to keep this going as long as possible. I'm uh, sure the listeners are like, let's end this thing already. Uh, uh, warning, uh, give time to process. Uh, I'm a slow processor of information, and people oftentimes mistake that as like uh, uh, an emotional response, where oftentimes I'm like trying to think and trying to process what they're saying. Mm. Um, so I would say that uh, as well as uh, can be a poor communicator at times. So. <laughs> Respectfully disagree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I disagree with with that too. Yeah. But okay, mm-hmm. so too sweet. Yeah, sure, okay. sure. That's what we're going with. Okay. Yeah. All right. Question number fourteen. Uh, uh, what is your morning routine? Oh, great question. I've got a morning routine. Um, I wake up usually around five ish. Wow, five a.m. club, and then I head out to the to the kitchen to make my coffee and we have a little Nespresso. They're so good. It's a Nespresso and it's got this, um, steam oh. feature. So mm-hmm. I steam, we steam the milk and it's, it's like not as a good as latte. coffee, uh, a little latte. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I meditate. I use headspace app. Okay. I meditate usually 10 minutes. Um, so I, I have a miracle morning, is what it's it's called. It's from uh, this book called The Miracle Morning. Once you, once <laughs> you guess it. Um, so basically, I I practice. Well, this is most mornings. I practice uh, six personal growth and development um, activities. So savers is the acronym. So S is silence. So that's my meditation. A is affirmations. I've got a, you know, a journal that I I write down my affirmations and I say them to myself, which is weird, but uh, do that. I'm thinking like Cool Runnings. Yeah, feel the rhythm. No, no I see pride. I see power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love that sound. Yeah. In, yeah. The, in the mirror? That's exactly what I do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then V is visualize. So in my journal, I, I kind of map out my day, my, my success list, my to-do list, right? Okay. And then prioritize it. And then I kind of go through my day in my mind, like, all right, I've got to, I get to do this, right? I, mm. I'm going to wake Hadley up and then we're going to, so I kind of mentally go through the day. That takes a few minutes, but just, you know, visualize success. Uh, e is exercise. And I do that after all of these other things. And then R is read. So I, I go two birds with one stone in the morning. And I, I don't read, I, I audiobook. But I audiobook while I exercise. And then the other S is scribe. So write. So I I journal, write my gratitudes, plan on my day and all that. So 5 a.m. until 
7 a.m. is that's my time. My wife's asleep. Hadley's asleep. I get to, you know, have my miracle morning, and it just sets me up for a successful day. Beautiful. You know, go that's, for a run. That's a very, like, regimented thing. That's cool. Yeah. That's it's awesome. When I'm firing on all cylinders, it's when I'm having my miracle mornings. So okay. if I oversleep or, you know, stay up too late and I miss that, I kind of feel off a little bit. So got to kind of piece in those uh, those activities throughout the day, but prefer to do it in the morning. So. And that's daily weekends too, or mostly weekdays? Or um, I shoot for six days a week, so okay. usually take Sundays off. Okay, on those. I like the the rest. visualized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Lord's day. I like the visualized piece, like visualizing how the day's going to go and what you're going to do. Yeah, that's I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's a good practice if you're teaching a lesson, right? You, you right. imagine how you're going to deliver this lesson and imagine what the kids might say and you rehearse that. And then when it happens, it's like, Hey, this already happened. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you kill it. Beautiful. Yeah. Prepared. Uh, last question. <laughs> you made it through the gauntlet. Yeah. Last question. Oh man. Uh, tell us something new in your life right now. Who what's new? Uh, I guess everything's kind of new <laughs> and everything's the same. Mm-hmm. It's a paradox of the ages right there, but it's, wow. it's kind of true, okay. right? Like Socrates, honestly. <laughs> Socrates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and throw out something that is going to be new here. Yeah. Let, go ahead. I, I like this. Yeah. yeah. It, you got a birthday coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. Don't remind me. No, hey. no, I'm, yeah. I know. I'm, yeah, big birthday. Yeah. So, so you get to big enter. Day. You get to enter the club that I just joined a few months ago. So yeah, we'll, we'll be happy. December to have five. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be happy to have you over here. So, yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, he's gonna he's gonna be turning the the old four zero here. So. Big four zero. Big four zero. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. thank you. You guys will both be in attendance at the party. I'm looking forward to celebrating. I'm gonna be there. All yeah, right. my I wife will wait. be there. Great. Yeah, she. My wife was asking, "Is there going to be a food situation?" I was like, "I'm pretty sure there's tacos." tacos. Yeah, tacos. Yeah, yeah. with lots of salsa <laughs> Can't go. and guacamole. Yeah, <laughs> doused oh, yeah. in salsa. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> should be a, should be a good celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. I mean, this is what a gift today is. Thank oh. you. Oh, thank you for joining us. Oh, we didn't know we had talked for a while about trying to get you on, and uh, so so happy that we could our schedules could align to be able to get you on here as yeah. well. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm very grateful. You were the easiest yeah. guest to actually get scheduled. Really? Yes. Okay. I, I texted you. You said, name the time and place. And then I named the time and place, and you said, I will cancel golf to make sure I get there. <laughs> I, we've never had – usually it's like, ooh, I can't, can't do that. Ooh, can't do that. And we kind of go back and forth. So thanks hey. for making the time for us. Mm-hmm. That was you know, awesome. You want to get things done, give it to a busy person. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. Uh, for listeners uh, – if you're in the in the real estate market, JFT, he's here for your needs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never too busy for your referrals. Uh, there you go. <laughs> referrals. Yeah. Referrals. He finds you online and on uh, on all the social medias and all the stuff. Okay. Yeah, that? not TikTok, but yeah. You could follow me at Jake Fonhorst Real Estate on Instagram. All right. There you go. Yeah. People helping people. It, and we got a new it's a beautiful thing, and we got a new sponsor. To our HDs, our listeners, thank you for tuning in again. Uh, we should be back in the studio, you know, in the next week or so mm-hmm. with somebody else. So we're, we're excited to continue this journey with you all. Uh, as always, shine your light, make good choices. And grab life by the horns.